You know, I get the question all the time. Conrad, I know you help people save money and you help people refinance, but could you actually help me buy a house? Yeah, buddy. Come on now. Buywithconrad.com is your hookup. And let me give you a heads up. You don't need a huge down payment to buy a house in 2022. In fact, you may not need a down payment at all. There are still loan programs out there that can get you out of your apartment and into a brand new house with no money down. And I know it sounds too good to be true, but buddy, we're doing it pretty routinely. And you don't have to be a veteran, but yeah, we can still help our veterans get into a house with no money down. But more importantly, we're going to help you get on the path to buy a house this year. You see, a lot of times we have these conversations and folks say, well, I've got a little bit of time left on my lease, or I'm not sure exactly when I'll be ready, or how much of a down payment do I need to save up? My advice, don't get ahead of yourself. Let's start the pre-approval process. Let's know what your new house payment could look like. You'll tell us how much down payment you want to have. Maybe the answer is zero. That's cool. And then you'll tell us what you want your monthly payment to be. And then you go shopping for your dream home. But step one starts at buywithconrad.com. And hey, did you know that when you go to file your taxes as a homeowner, you're going to get a statement back from your mortgage company that's going to say, hey, you can write off this amount of interest this year. How much of your rent are you writing off this year? None of it. Oh, and by the way, what's your interest rate on your rent? Well, that would be 100%, pal. You know you can do better than 100% interest. That's what rent is. Stop throwing your money away. And by the way, we can even help you get rid of your current house and get into a better house if you already have a house but you think, you know what, it's time for a new place. We can help you at buywithconrad.com. That's buywithconrad.com, B-U-Y with Conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And be sure to ask about our green light underwrite. We can actually get your file completely underwritten, and that allows you to negotiate like a cash buyer at buywithconrad.com. Well, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. He's a real athlete, so give him your respect. He's got intensity, integrity, intelligence, too. We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ANGLE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be covering WrestleMania 18, the night I wrestled the big red machine cane at the grandest stage of them all. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Hey, Kurt, I'm doing great, man. And I tell you what, the feedback on the interview with Chris Jericho has been tremendous. Are you seeing the same thing? It's all over social media. Lots of fun clips. What have you yeah, seen? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much went vi- viral, I thought. Uh, you know, Chris was a great guest. He was my favorite episode so far. And uh, what he's done in the business this late in his career is nothing short of amazing. Dude, I could have talked to him for hours. Now he was on a tight time frame, and you and I a peek behind the curtain had several more questions that we wanted to ask him, but we were texting he like fill it in. Chris he's gotta to, go. He had to he's give got it up. To. Yeah, he had to go. <laughs> but he's such a great conversationalist that we could have just spent another hour or two yeah, with he has him. The gift of gab, definitely. <laughs> and it was so good though. And listen, the way that you know you put him over at the end saying he's your number one, that was so special to him. You could see that in his face. So I just thought, like you said, it, it was the best one that I've been a part of for sure. It was great. Me too. I agree with you. 
Well, well, listen, Kurt, today, uh, speaking of greatness, we're going to cover a WrestleMania event. It's WrestleMania season, and we're talking all things WrestleMania 18 from the Toronto Sky Dome and how you ended up wrestling Kane. But let's talk about how we got there. And uh, we discussed, you and I, not too long ago, No Way Out 2002. And uh, if you haven't checked that out, make sure you dig in the Kurt Angle Show archives and listen to this. But you defeated Triple H to become the number one contender for the WWF title. And you're theoretically scheduled to take on our guest last week, Chris Jericho. But also at that show, the NWO returns to the WWF. And Kurt, I know uh, you heard, you saw it this week, but we lost Scott Hall this week. Yeah, Scott was a great guy. I absolutely loved him. He was very talented, one of the most talented in-ring performers of all time. He had his demons, but he was fighting through them. He's a really good guy, and we're going to sorely miss him. We are, Kurt, and at your request, you asked if we here at the Kurt Angle Show could do a 10-second uh, tribute to Scott. So we're going to do a 10-second moment of silence, and then we'll pick up with the show. All right. Well, Scott Hall, may you rest in peace. And uh, we're certainly going to miss you. And that's been the sentiment online. Everyone is talking about the impact on Scott Hall. And there's a a lot of excitement uh, around this time, though, back then, 20 years ago, about the opportunity of the NWO coming in, being back together again with Kevin Nash, with Hulk Hogan and Scott Hall all together. Were you excited about the opportunity to potentially wrestle members of the NWO in the future? Oh, of course. They were all legends. You know, what they did in the business in the 80s and 90s is nothing short of incredible. Hulk Hogan, I didn't follow wrestling when I was a kid, and I knew who Hulk Hogan was. Everybody knew. He was a household name. Uh, so, I, you know, I wanted to wrestle Hulk Hogan. Uh, you know, he, he's one of the guys that inspired, uh, you know, from, from my friends, from my friend's standpoint, Hulk Hogan was the man. So when I finally wrestled him, they were going crazy. They couldn't believe, you know, Kurt Angle was wrestling Hulk Hogan when they were watching him in the 1980s and thinking, this is crazy. But, you know, wanting to wrestle Hulk Hogan was definitely on my list. And Kevin and Scott. I mean, I knew Scott was a great in-ring performer. And Kevin, too. You know, Kevin had some knee issues. But for the most part, he was pretty damn good, too. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, you're right. In the 80s, it was Hulkamania running wild, brother. Everybody knew Hulk Hogan. He was so mainstream. Saturday night's main event, Hogan Andre. And so absolutely makes sense. You didn't watch wrestling, but everybody knew who Hulk Hogan was. Uh, He was truly an icon. So that makes a lot of sense. Kurt, did you know what the original plan was here at WrestleMania at this point? The rumor is that you could be the backup plan for Austin if things between him and Scott Hall didn't work out. Well, I found out from you that the backup plan was against Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I do understand why they wanted to do that. I mean, Scott Hall had some demons, and they were a little bit nervous that he might come back and do something crazy, but Scott seemed to be have his shit together, so I don't think that would be a problem. Uh, but no, I didn't know uh, if I was going to have a match at WrestleMania. Up until No Way Out, they didn't tell me anything. And, and the, the amount of uh, main events I did that past year, I thought I deserved a pretty good feature match at WrestleMania. And I, to this point, a month before WrestleMania, they didn't have anything for me. 
Which is crazy to think. I mean, you're in the mix for the undisputed title, you know, at, at this <laughs> yeah. point. So there's also a lot of a lot of talk of the brand splits going to be coming up after uh, WrestleMania. Are, are you talking to them? Hey, guys, what brand am I going to end up on? Did you have a preference, uh, you know, according to travel schedule, uh, Raw or SmackDown at this point? Um, you know what? I didn't have a preference. I knew Raw was the, was the flagship show. Um, SmackDown was coming on pretty strongly, though. Uh, so it didn't matter to me either one. Uh, as long as I was on one of the brands, I was cool. Ah, that's good. Now, is this something that Vince or the office would talk to you about or consult with you about, or is this something, Hey, you're just told still at this point, this is where you're going, Kurt. Okay. What I was told from the writers was that I was going to be drafted in the second round for SmackDown, uh, behind the rock rock would be the first round draft pick, which isn't too shabby at this, this early stage of my career. So to be second to the rock is not a bad thing. No, not at all. And, uh, my goodness, uh, one of the questions that I had for you was, and, and it actually came up a little bit in Chris Jericho's, uh, interview because he was saying, Kurt, you were always willing to do what, what, whatever was asked of you, but do you think that hurt you at all? And when I ask you that, I mean, in terms of if you were a stronger political player, do you think your standing at mania might have been in a better spot? You've often said you're not one to play politics in your wrestling career, but you, you can see the politics up and down on this eventual card. I believe so. I probably should have spoken up. Um, you know, a lot of guys did. I, it wasn't my style. But at this point in time, I probably should have said something. I probably should have came up with ideas and pitched them to creative and uh, tried, to, tried to get in that way, at least, because they didn't have any plans for me. And unfortunately, at WrestleMania, they're not always going to have plans for everybody. There are only certain a certain amount of spots, but my standing in the company, I was one of the top guys. I really thought I'd have a, a huge program set up for WrestleMania, and I didn't. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about, protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now. And just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance, if you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. Super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath Life makes buying life insurance simple. 
There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. Goliath life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. Well, Kurt, let's move the storyline along. It's the night after no way out. It's in Chicago. It's a, it's an all time classic raw. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. The show opens with Austin sitting in the ring and he's calling out the NWO when the music hits and it's none other than our Olympic gold hero. Let's check it out. I think it's obvious they're not coming out here in two hours. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you. the WWE Undisputed title, and thanks to Stephanie McMahon, Sadie officiating, Kurt Angle defeated Triple H at No Way Out, and the proud lady Kurt Angle know how much they respect him right now. Angle, a world-class athlete, no doubt about that, but, man, Austin, what is your problem? It's going for a title at WrestleMania. That cuts deep, Boston. Don't do it again. Austin threw a beer. Look out. Hey, that's dangerous. Hold on a second, Austin. No, I understand you have a gripe. But the fact is, last night, you blew it. Well, the NWL blew it. my time now. And if there's one thing I can't stand, it's a crybaby. That's why I have these gentlemen here with me tonight. Compliments of Mr. McMahon. Private security. And although Mr. McMahon isn't here tonight, he's here in spirit. Oh, it's true. And before you throw another beer, Austin, I just want to tell you, not only... Do you want to strike an off-duty cop? Because that's what they are. Off-duty you do it cop. again, and you're going to jail. Uh-oh. There you Hold go. Hold on a second. That could be like a salt better if he hit somebody with that beer. Look out. Look out. put an eye out. Austin, I am not kidding. These are off-duty cops. So for once in your life, come here, guys. Stop it right now. There you go. For once in your life. Do what's right. You get out of that ring so I can make my announcement. I, Kurt Angle, hereby having beat Triple H in No Way Out, for the record, will go to WrestleMania and become the undisputed champion because if anyone deserves it, it's me. Oh, oh it's true. WrestleMania. 
And that's exactly what happened. Austin went to jail. At least that part of it happened. And uh, you did go to WrestleMania, but it wasn't for the undisputed championship. So this no, is why I didn't. No, but this is what uh, Dave Meltzer said. Angle cuts a promo, and Austin started throwing beer cans at him from the ring to the stage entrance. My God, Kurt, that guy could throw some beer. He chucked it and almost <laughs> he hit you guys. Him, yeah. He said, during this interview, they brought up that Vince wasn't there. Angle came down to the ring after Austin kept throwing beer cans at him. Austin attacked Angle, and then the cops came in. Austin punched one of them, but they swarmed him, handcuffed him, and took him out. So there it is, man. Austin is out. He's out of the building. He's gone. He's arrested. That was that had to be a fun segment for you. It was fun, but it was kind of scary getting those beer cans thrown at you. They were full. And Austin was chucking him pretty hard. Uh, you know, the thing with Stone Cold, you don't know what he's going to do. He improvises all the time. He, he's a, an amazing guy. He uh, he thinks of stuff at the last second that's so entertaining. One of the most entertaining guys I've ever been in a ring with. Well, the story doesn't stop there, as they say, Kurt. It continues on that evening. And here we go. It's you, Stephanie, and the Nature Boy interrupts. Let's check it out. I am fabulous, fabulous. Good, you got my message. Yes. Listen, I wanted to call you in here, not only to congratulate you on having Stone Cold Steve Austin arrested and ejected from the building. Well, he deserved it. He did. But for defeating my soon-to-be ex-husband last night at No Way Out. Steph, I am going to WrestleMania. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Woo! And Triple H will never, ever get a title shot. No, he won't. (laughs) And Steph, last night, I thought you did a tremendous job as the guest referee. I mean, under the circumstances, you're out there with your ex-husband after what he did to you, and you were fair and impartial. And that's important to me. You know, Kurt, I couldn't have been fair and impartial if it weren't for you defeating Triple H. I mean, clean with that Uh, angle slam right in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. Woo! Oh, beautiful. Aren't you two the the gold medal winner, my son's hero, and the princess. You two are the hottest topic of conversation in the WWF. I just want to tell you again that last night, the genius of your father was never more apparent. Making that match at No Way Out, they gave you the title shot at WrestleMania with Jericho, who was absolute genius. I woke up today so inspired that I said to myself, what can I do? What can I? Well, I can make the same match again oh, tonight. I'm talking about you wrestling Triple H, the winner, to go to WrestleMania oh, against Jericho. Kurt no. already has a title yeah. shot. I already had the match last That's night. That's completely unfair. No, 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 no. That's no. unfair. What is fair is that that match will take place tonight. The winner to go to WrestleMania. And if you get involved in any way, shape, or form, Triple H automatically gets the shot at WrestleMania against Jericho. That's fair. So there it is. We're getting another rematch. What do you think of that? Another rematch. Another this, rematch. It's the like same match from the night before. Yeah. <laughs> stipulation. The Change the rules all the time. <laughs> same stipulation back on the line. Same thing we just saw on pay-per-view. Now, here we go. We're going to see it on Raw. 
Unbelievable. Well, listen, that's all set up now. So here comes Hunter. He's going to get his return shot uh, again. And uh, you had to have fun, though, working with Stephanie and Ric Flair. Stephanie was great. She proved that she was a player when I did the love triangle with her and Triple H. And she's a lot of fun to work with. And Ric Flair, he's freaking crazy. You don't know what's going to come out of his mouth. I mean, you know, he he just uh, like he just says whatever he wants and it, it, it works. You know, he's awesome. All right. All right. All right. Let's take a time out right now and tell you about something my wife absolutely loves. Of course, this episode is sponsored by Cometeer. Cometeer is the first coffee you melt to make. It's delicious quality coffee that's ready in seconds. Cometeer's freshly brewed coffee arrives flash frozen inside the world's very first 100% curbside recyclable capsule. It's super simple to melt your way hot or iced coffees. That's right. Lattes and so much more. No machines or expensive equipment needed. It's incredibly simple. It's fuss free. It's mess free. It's coffee. Just the way you like it. Uh, my wife and Bruce's wife absolutely love it. I am friends with Bruce's wife on social and she keeps on and on about how much she loves Cometeer. It's her favorite coffee. My wife's too. And it's a fun process. Let me explain about the source and variety of Cometeer. You see, Cometeer's brewing process captures over 2,000 flavor compounds that exist in a single coffee bean. Cometeer offers a wide variety of light, medium, and dark single origin and blended coffee roasts from the very best specialty roasters. The brewed coffee is then immediately flash frozen at minus 321 degrees, not a rib, all inside a recyclable capsule to lock in the freshness and the flavor. Now, Cometeer has discovered the best way to brew, preserve, and deliver delicious coffee to your home. Now, I don't think a lot of people think about this, but let me give you a little pro tip. The coffee that you see on the shelf at the grocery store, stale. The only way to get it this fresh is to do it this way. I mean, think about that. They're brewing it and then immediately flash freezing it. Minus 321 degrees. All you need to do is add water to enjoy it, hot or cold. Now with Cometeer, you can have a high quality balanced cup of coffee in the time it takes to boil water or fill a glass with ice, all for a fraction of the price of a coffee that you would get at some sort of cafe. Cometeer is delicious, black or however you normally enjoy your coffee. And unlike the other pods that you may be familiar with, Cometeer capsules are 100% curbside recyclable. So how great is that? Not only does it taste great, not only is it like almost a hidden secret. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't know there were 2000 flavor compounds, but it turns out Cometeer has got the right idea for us and for the environment. Come on now. Uh, the variety is awesome. The melting process is fun because man, I didn't know you could make iced coffee at home. Boom. You got it. Cometeer brings you the best coffee on the planet. It's incredible, but don't just take our word for it. Experience it for yourself. Try the coffee you melt to make brewed exclusively in partnership with award-winning roasters. And boy, have we got a special deal for you. Save $20 off your first order when you sign up at cometeer.com slash angle. That's C-O-M-E-T-E-E-R.com slash angle. And we thank Cometeer for sponsoring the podcast and maybe the most innovative cup of coffee that we've ever had. My wife loves it and yours will too. Check it out for yourself. Cometeer.com forward slash angle. That's C-O-M-E-T-E-E-R.com slash A-N-G-L-E. Come on. Cometeer.com slash angle. You're going to love it. 
Listen, dude, Stephanie McMahon, uh, first of all, back in this time frame, I had a massive crush on her. So I we'll know, get that out of the do. way. <laughs> uh, so I still do. Yeah, right. So that secondly, she's so good. She's so good that I, I can't imagine. I, I would love to see her still doing something, maybe as a manager, a heel manager with somebody. She's just so good on the mic, could draw so much heat, but she was so talented and skilled. Uh, she's a McMahon, but man, she, she definitely had Vin, uh, so much Vince in her. Yeah, you know what? She's such a nice girl, but on TV, she's such a mean bitch. It's crazy. <laughs> it really she is. So she, well. she knows how to turn it around. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is also the raw episode where the NWO attack the rock and they lock him in an ambulance. They hit him with a Mack truck. I mean, they're destroying him. And then you're given an interview segment right after that, right after this mutilation of the rock. And Michael Cole wants to hear what you have to say about it. And this is what you say, Kurt. Kurt, after what's happened tonight, are you going to be able to concentrate on your match? I don't know, Michael. I mean, you saw it earlier. That's the worst news of the year. It's shocking to see that. I mean, Ric Flair making this match tonight after I beat Triple H last night. Give me a break. And the band Stephanie from ringside. I mean, that's not right. You saw it. I mean, Kurt, Kurt I, w- I was talking about The Rock. Oh, well, yeah, I feel bad. I feel horrible for The Rock. But at least he didn't have a title shot at WrestleMania. I did. Well, you know what? I'm going to make this right. I'm going to beat Triple H tonight, and I'm going to end this on a good note. This night is going to end on a good note. And I'm going to WrestleMania with that title shot. Oh, it's true. What a... Okay, so let's listen to Jim Ross, what he has to say about you after this. Here we go. Selfish, self-centered, okay, 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 JR. So he calls you a self-centered, egotistical son of a bitch. And, and okay, so he paused it there. So that was hilarious. But now we're going to transition into the ending of this match. And I'll read little Melter notes before we watch it together. He said, Angle did a funny interview where he was asked about the tragic situation. He talked about how tragic it was. But he was talking about having to defend his title shot, not the rock. Pretty well done, according to Meltzer. And so we get on to the match here. So let's check out the ending of that. And then we'll talk about what else he has to say here. In his hands here. What? All rights that Mealy Mouth Weiner Triple H should be out of this match, but he's holding on. Why, JR? Because he wants to face the undisputed champion. That's why. Yeah, talk about whining. Straps are off, baby. Look, there's Mike Kyoto, referee Mike Kyoto in the ring. It's about to be over. The game has been incapacitated, and now maybe the gimmick is over. Stop his ankle. The game can, he can quit. He can tap out. Oh, 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 oh,
in the center of the ring. Boy, that Olympic oh, tackle. Oh, 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 oh. Again, my God, he countered Angle's ankle lock. Where'd he get the strength to do that? Again, downstairs. Looking for the pedigree. He's looking for the Jim Ross just losing his mind there. And, uh, and there it is. All the Kurt Angle fans are now sad because we don't get Kurt Angle going for the undisputed title anymore. WrestleMania. <laughs> no, no. Now we got to figure out what the hell are we going to do with Kurt? Last second. We, we don't have much time. <laughs> Meltzer said, uh, listen, he said triple H pinned angle in 12 minutes, one second with a pedigree. Excellent match. The match blew away their pay-per-view match and was easily triple H's best TV match since coming back. Although it still seemed most of it was due to angle. Wow. He puts you over big time here, particularly. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. He said, particularly in the early minutes, angle was awesome. Angle had him pinned with a belt shot, but the ref was slow getting there because he was arguing with Jericho rolling back suplexes by angle and a rope break. Jericho half seriously was putting the match over saying it was five stars. We heard it in that clip. Triple H did a cool reversal out of the ankle lock and hit the finisher. Do you, Kurt, think this was better than the No Way Out match? Oh, yeah. And the reason is we didn't have all the bells and whistles. We didn't have a special guest referee and referee bumps and low blows. You know, you put Triple H and Kurt Angle in a ring in a squared circle, they're going to have a five-star match. You start adding stuff, you're going to make it more complicated. By now, you know that everything is crazy overseas, and, well, that's created some volatility in the market. We actually saw rates tick down a little bit this week. We don't know how long it'll stay that way. All the experts are predicting that there is going to be a rate hike this month in the month of March. Some are saying 25 basis points. Others are saying 50. What does that mean? It means waiting will cost you money. And by the way, I want to mention this is still a once in a lifetime opportunity just based on your real estate values. You see, all of a sudden your house is worth considerably more than it was just a couple of years ago. And as a result, you can use that newfound equity to change your your life. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners take their 30 year loan and pay it off in half the time. And how can they afford to do that without their payments going sky high? We get rid of all their other debt. And I mean it as a heads up. What would you do if you had no credit card debt? Just like that. It was all paid off. How much easier would life be if those car payments, they're out of here. No more car payments. That is the story that we're able to help our friends and family with at SaveWithConrad.com. You see, the interest you pay on your credit cards, not tax deductible, and sky high. The interest you pay on your car loans. Buddy, where is that going? What if we could restructure all of your debt, use some of this newfound equity, and at the same time, get you out of debt faster? You see, what we're talking about is reducing the time on your mortgage. Yes, we're going to get you a great rate. But if you're in a 30-year loan, think about what your life looks like 30 years from now. 
Man, life gets a lot easier when you're completely debt-free, and that's what we want to help you do. And by the way, you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And oh, as a heads up, if you've been thinking, hey man, I like my house, but my kitchen's kind of outdated. What if we could get you the cash you need to turn your average kitchen into something your wife loves and it wouldn't change your monthly payment at all? Why wouldn't you do that? You see, you'd be reinvesting back in your own property. That's going to make your house worth even more. And oh yeah, you can do it with cheaper monthly payments at SaveWithConrad.com. Now, I know it sounds too good to be true, but I want you to go check out our reviews for yourself. See what some of our new family members are saying at ConradReviews.com. You'll see there we've got over a 1,000 verified reviews. Our average rating is 4.72. And if we were a restaurant with a 1,000 reviews and a 4.72 rating, I know where you're eating dinner, and I know where you need to do your next loan. It's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? That's SaveWithConrad.com. Now, I mean, I think you said it in your answer there. It sounds like it's easier in a normal setting than having Stephanie as the referee and all this other bells and whistles added in. And uh, you you guys certainly delivered that night on Raw. And Jim Ross, just when I hear him, and the classic calls of that era. He truly is the voice of wrestling, brother. He was the best. He still is. He's the best of all time. Add so much energy and excitement to uh, to to the uh, matches. Uh, so good. So we move on. The next night, it's in Rockford, and you shoot the angle to set up you versus Kane at WrestleMania. Did you feel, Kurt, like this was a letdown considering what you had done in the last year? Yeah, I had an incredible year. I beat Stone Cold Steve Austin for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I, I main evented a lot of shows, almost every show. So that, you know, not having a match and setting it up at the last second with Kane, it wasn't Kane that was the problem. It was the problem. Uh, the program was the problem. There wasn't anything to it. It was uh, nothing of substance. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Wrestling Kane, and you said it, it is a big deal. Uh, considering his statue in the company, but you go from Stone Cold Steve Austin on a big pay-per-view main events that you've worked with him, being a world champion to being slotted way far down the card. The story always was your year was made by what you did at Mania paycheck-wise. That's always the story. And is that a worry for you on your end coming into this WrestleMania? Well, yes. <laughs> you know, I I had a really great year and I got paid very well all year long. My WrestleMania paycheck that year wasn't that great. It was good, but it wasn't that great. Um, but if it determined the year I had, it didn't compare. I had a much better year than the payment I got at WrestleMania. Well, Angle, we got to figure out a way. Well, I should say they got to figure out a way to now kickstart you and Kane. How do we get that all started? And they did it on SmackDown, and we're going to take you to a clip of that to show how they got this rivalry set, it, set up and started for the WrestleMania match. Here we go. So here's how it's going to be. I'm going to stand right here in the middle of this ring. All night if I have to. Until somebody back there is stupid enough to come out here and face me in a match. So I can show him the definition of pain. The kind of pain only Olympic gold medalist is capable of giving. So let's go. If you got the guts, come out here and face me right now. An open challenge from Angle. So I can go Olympic on your oh. <laughs> Love that. Don't make me come back there. 
I think we started something there, Kurt. What do you think? Well, what I think is I hit him with the, in the ankle way too many times with the chair. <laughs> like Kane shouldn't be able to walk ever again. After that. You were beating I think one chair shot would have been good with an ankle lock, but I was told to hit him several times. And I think it was overkill. Yeah. I mean, you're right. In the next episode, he should have come out on crutches and everything else. The way that you beat the hell out of his ankle. You took out the timekeeper. Oh, that was awesome. That was a spot that Vince wanted me to do. I'm not sure why. The guy must have pissed off Vince in some way. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you are a pit bull at this point. And I'm you awesome. uh go but I guess, you know, hey, listen, this is let's shoot a basic angle to start kickstart a match and start us to WrestleMania. You sitting in the ring, hey, I'm wel- welcoming anybody to come down here and face my ass. Bring it. I'm ready to kill you. And then here comes Kane and we're off and running. It's as basic as it gets. This yeah. is as basic as you, this is as simple as you can possibly get. Uh, setting up a program like this, not a lot of thought behind it. <laughs> but it worked. Hey, you know, it worked for then, I guess, especially coming off of what all you guys were doing and all the changes they made with the last second with the undisputed title. What did Kane think about all this? What did he think about you two being put together? Oh, gosh. Kane, Kane would never complain about anything. 
I don't know if you know this, but he's the nicest guy in the world. He's never talked badly about another person. I don't think ever. Kane's just a really good guy, and he would never get involved in stuff like that. So another guy that's just not political. He's he. I'm here not to help and do what's right. Less for the political world. than me. Yeah. Yeah. Not he. Not political in wrestling. Very political outside of wrestling because yeah. he is in politics. <laughs> he's a mayor. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Well, we're off and running, and now we're setting up Kane and Kurt Angle. The next week on Raw, it's Jericho and Stephanie. They make their way to the ring when Triple H comes out to talk about their WrestleMania match. But you decide you're going to interrupt the party with some major news of your own. Let's check this one out, Kurt. Out of convenience, because the one thing that they both they both have in common is that neither one Triple H has ever become the World Wrestling Federation champion again, wow. and the game gets that opportunity at WrestleMania. You know the old saying, Jr. There's a very, very thin line between love and hate. Here's our undisputed champion. Two of the biggest egos I've ever heard. What is that? Say? And that person, he's stepping. Look at Stephanie. Now, you can tell that there's, I mean, there's true feelings there now. I'm sorry, did I interrupt something? I'm glad you're out here. In case you forgot, you're not the ones that make the decisions around here. Mr. McMahon does. And guess what Mr. McMahon just told me over the telephone? Well, since I was robbed of my WrestleMania title shot last week, you remember Triple H, don't you? Well, tonight, Mr. McMahon says that he's going to make it up to me. Uh-oh. So tonight, I will face Chris Jericho one-on-one for the WWF title. Oh, my God. What? Can you believe that one? Jericho and Angle for the WWF and Steph, title. After I beat Chris Jericho, I will be more than happy to make you my business partner. When I face your soon-to-be ex-husband at WrestleMania. Oh, it's true. Unbelievable, Joe. Well, Stephanie doesn't have work. She can't lose either way. But look at what today. You can't believe what Mr. McMahon's done tonight. I can't believe it either. Later tonight, live, right here on Raw, it's going to be Chris Jericho defending the undisputed title against Kurt Angle. So there it is. Now you're back against Jericho and uh, getting a title shot against him for the undisputed title. This seems odd to be wrestling another heel for the world title, doesn't it? Yeah, but they wanted Chris to get a solid win before WrestleMania. So as champion, Chris didn't get a lot of wins underneath his belt, and they wanted him get get a pretty solid win. And none other than your Olympic hero who's been doing jobs left and right before WrestleMania. <laughs> so, you know, I was the utility guy. I was the guy they were going to use uh, uh, to make everybody look good. And and you know what? It's not a bad thing, especially if you don't have anything booked at WrestleMania like I did. So, you know, you're, you're still involved in main events, just other people's storylines. And they did figure out a way to weave in Kane so they could keep that moving forward. And I'll, and I'll read the, uh, the Meltzer report here on the match. Jericho beat Angle in nine minutes, five seconds to keep the title. 
We all know that happened. Crowd was dead for this. Fans didn't want to cheer for either guy. You're both heels. A little sloppy at first, but turned into a really good match. Ironically, it was submission wrestling and rope breaks that got the crowd into the match and turned it around. After a ref bump, Jericho threw his belts and the ring bell in. Angle used a belt shot for a near fall. He did the ankle lock, but Jericho did an insiguri to break it. Kane came out of the crowd and attacked Angle. Here we go. Kane threw him into the ring, and Jericho got the pin with the breakdown. Kane attacked Angle. Kane gave the ring steps a vicious chair shot. Kurt, uh, I don't know, man. It kind of feels like you're putting everyone over at this point to help build the main event, but not really yourself. Is that how you're feeling? Yeah, yeah, and I understand why. I, you know, there you have a lot of programs going on, and you know, especially with Triple H and Jericho, you didn't want them to face each other until WrestleMania. So somebody had to get in the middle and kind of be the buffer, and that was me. You certainly were the buffer for sure. Now, listen, there's a little drama that happens backstage. I'm hoping that your ear was was out for this one because we all love to hear the dirt uh, from the observer. There was a backstage shouting match after all on February 25th involving Jericho, Triple H and referee Brian Hebner. Jericho was apparently mad at Hebner for screwing up the finish of the angle match. Triple H then stuck up for Hebner and blamed the screwed up finish on Jericho and tried to get the others involved to get heat on Jericho. Are you around for this? Do you remember what the screw up was? Oh, I heard about the fight and I heard it was pretty intense, but you know, I'm really surprised. I don't remember Brian screwing up. Brian Hebner was as perfect a referee as you could actually get. He never made mistakes. He, he had his shit together he, he actually knew the whole match, every single part of the match, every match. He wanted to know everything from beginning to end. He didn't just want to know what the false counts were and, and what the pinfall was. He wanted to know the whole story of the match and everything that we were doing. So Brian, very seldom did he ever mess up. Hmm. All right. Interesting stuff going on there. Speaking of which, the next night on SmackDown in Boston, the main event is Triple H and Kane taking on you and Jericho, which we often see booking in wrestling. They'll end up turning it into a tag team affair. And uh, Meltzer said the main said to be good with Triple H and Kane over Angle and Jericho. So again, you're, you're losing here. Uh, Stephanie hit Kane with a chair, but he no sold the spot, got the chair and clocked Angle with it. This led Triple H to pinning Angle with a pedigree. I'm getting sick of saying that you're getting pinned here, Kurt. <laughs> I know. Kurt, the next week on Raw, you cut a promo about getting Triple H in a steel cage match. Here we go. It's going to be you and Triple H in a steel cage match. Let's check out the promo. Well, Kurt Angle with your steel cage match against Triple H tonight. All I've got to say is, who cares what you have to say? All I got to say is, Thank God for Fan Appreciation Night. Because I am a fan. And I sure as H-E double hockey sticks appreciated watching Stone Cold Steve Austin get his butt handed to him. What? And I appreciate Mr. McMahon making a steel cage match tonight against me, uh, between me and Triple H. And Triple H, you didn't beat me last week on SmackDown. Oh no. I had you beat until that freak Kane hit me in the head with a chair. You got real lucky, Triple H. But tonight, in a steel cage, your luck is about to run out. Oh, good one, Angle. Because tonight, you're a big trouble, mister. 
Because while you're going to be worrying about your WrestleMania title shot that you don't deserve, what you need to be worrying about is me. Why? Because I am more dangerous than you could possibly imagine. Think about it, Triple H. I'm a man with nothing to lose. Yeah, you sound real scary. You're in big trouble, mister. And AG double <laughs> hockey sticks. Don't hurt me, dad. You got to have is... the dork turn angle. <laughs> I love it. it. The dork was back. Oh, man, this is so good. But what I'll tell you wasn't good is what Meltzer had to say about the actual cage match. He's quite negative regarding the booking of it. Now I'll, I'll read through his notes here. He said, Angle beat Triple H in a cage match. Wow, Angle beat Triple H. There we go. <laughs> Which was nothing more than us having to watch the head writer feed her ego. Yikes. This was annoying to watch and not in a heat way. It's hard for these two not to have a good match. And while I won't say they succeeded, they had 15 minutes and 34 seconds, and the Van Dam match was better. Triple H had it won with a pedigree when Stephanie came out beat up Teddy long and did the, and then did the Terry Gordy spot on triple H since they do that spot in every cage match. It means little now angle was about to walk out to win, but Stephanie ordered him back in the cage to put more of a hurting on triple H because she wanted blood triple H obliged cutting his forehead. And we had our third face blood of the night that never happens on WWE anymore. <laughs> triple H made a comeback with the DDT on a chair as triple H was about to climb out. Stephanie came through the door like she was stone cold, hitting Triple H with a chair, and he crotched himself on the ropes. She nailed him with a second chair shot and tied him in the ropes. Do you realize how many superstars they would have had today if Triple H would have put many of them over this strongly? Stephanie then dragged Angle out the door to win. This is all for Meltzer. I mean, this win isn't really your win, is it, Kurt? This is about as strong as you can get putting someone over who's the manager in the world title match at WrestleMania. What's no, going on here? What this was, was this was a program between two married people. And this program, in my opinion, should not involve the world title, especially the undisputed title. Because when you put the title in with a program like this, the title takes the back seat to the program, to the storyline. So Chris Jericho becomes a pawn. It's not about the title anymore. It's about who's going to win, Triple H or Stephanie. So Chris Jericho is not even, you know, on the, uh, on one side, that's right. He's in the middle and he is helping Stephanie win over triple H. So it's basically Stephanie versus triple H. Now I did that program with them, with the love triangle, but I wasn't world champion and it worked really well. It drew incredible ratings and I'm sure this uh, program also drew ratings, but you don't want to do it with the world title. It makes the world title mean less. I couldn't agree more with you. When it's the world title, it's got to be about the world title, not all this other nonsense. And uh, I got to ask, is this all Stephanie's creative, or do you think it's a collaboration between Stephanie Hunter and Vince? I think it was a collaboration. I think it was mostly Steph and Triple H, but I think Vince was involved as well. I mean, come on. Stephanie's Vince's daughter. Obviously, he's going to be involved. And where the hell is Kane in all this? I mean, do you, your, your match is getting lost. It feels like here. He was on vacation. He didn't have to show up till WrestleMania. <laughs> what in God's name is happening here? Some news around this time from the observer. Ken Shamrock was talked about, uh, with him coming in for a short-term program with angle. 
which one would think would be to get Angle out of his geeky role and into a serious shooter role. It fell apart because they wouldn't give him the scheduling break they've given the NWO and have considered for Scott Steiner. He didn't want to be doing 18 matches a month. Did you hear anything about this at the time, Kurt? Is this something that you were pushing for? Do you remember this? No, I didn't hear about it, but I would have loved to wrestle Ken Shamrock. He was my favorite wrestler when I was training to go into the, into the WWE. Uh, I, I kind of, um, uh, Matt tried to match what he was doing, like his style. That's what I was trying to, that's who I was trying to be. Yeah. Now Ken Shamrock was a, a big inspiration for me. Man, and we would have loved to have seen it around this time for sure. As fans of Kurt Angle, there's also around this time, a groundswell, and we've talked about it, that you deserve better. Your character, Kurt Angle deserves better creatively. Are you thinking the same thing? Do you remember at this time? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I did finally speak up to Vince after WrestleMania and I told him, Hey, you know, I was expecting a much bigger program this year for WrestleMania. It didn't happen. It didn't happen the year before I said, is, you know, are you going to continue to push me again and maybe give me a better program for next WrestleMania? And he did because WrestleMania 19, the following year, I main evented WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. So he, he fulfilled his promise. It had to take me standing up. I had to stick up for myself. Yeah. It seems like you were doing it all throughout the year. And then come WrestleMania time, like you said, the first, those first two WrestleManias kind of didn't live up to what you were accomplishing throughout the year. Uh, Jim Ross has always said happiness in the business comes down to two things, cash and creative. We've talked about the creative, but Kurt was the cash good enough to outweigh the creative at this point. At WrestleMania that yeah. year, WrestleMania yeah. 18, no. Um, it was okay. I mean, the, the money was all right, but it didn't compare to what I did that year. And, uh, you know, the thing is, if you're going to trade off cash and creative, they kind of go hand in hand because you have to be creative to come up with a more popular superstore so you can make more cash. That's so right. creative and cash kind of go together. Absolutely agree. Well, here comes the WrestleMania card, and this is how it shapes out. You got Rock and Hogan. Thank God for that match at that show because it was iconic. You got Hunter versus Jericho, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Scott Hall. You got Undertaker and Ric Flair. Are you worried where you're going to be at on the card and, and what kind of crowd reaction you're even going to have at the point in, in which time you and Kane actually get to wrestle? Of course I was worried. I mean, this is a big card. This was a really good card. And I just wanted to make sure I was on before all of them. <laughs> and <laughs> and right. I want to make sure I wanted to make sure that we got our allotted time. In other words, I didn't want I didn't want them to cut our time. And they actually did. And I'll talk about that later. Okay. This year it's time to get off the couch and get back into the bedroom. Blue shoe can help. Guys, we know that confidence can take you far in life. And when you feel confident, you're at your best, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. You can take these dudes anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And here's the best part. It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. 
Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. And guys, I've heard the lady say there's nothing sexier than confidence. Well, Blue Chew can help give you that confidence you need where it counts. And if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code ANGLE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is ANGLE to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Let's talk about real quick as we talked about the card. I said Rock and Hogan, Hunter and Jericho, you're familiar with Austin Hall, Taker Flair. Are you excited to see any of those four matches or is it just another day at the office for you? Me personally, I wanted to see Rock and Hogan, two of the biggest icons in the business facing off. The match was never supposed to happen, and here we have it. This was the match of the de- of the century. Yeah, and uh, also Taker and and Ric Flair, I knew it'd be a great match, and I was looking forward to that one as well. All right. Well, we're in the St. Louis arena as we continue the build, and uh, we're in the home stretch for Mania, and you come out and cut a promo on Kane. And of course, we absolutely got to check that out. Let's listen to what Kurt Angle has to say. I don't know if I can agree with that. It's going to be an interesting night. Let's at least getting that uh, videotape from there. Is that meeting progresses? JR, can you do something about these rude people here in Detroit? I'll get right on that. Well, stand up. 16,000 of them on their feet. You know, Kurt drives a BMW. I would like to take this time to talk about something that you people in this city are very familiar with. Crime. Crime. Crime? Yeah. And no, I'm not talking about carjacking or mugging or whatever it is you idiots do here in Detroit. You name it. What I'm talking about is something even more important. Robbery. Uh Uh-oh. Robbery, JR. Specifically, my being robbed of my WrestleMania title shot. Someone get him a diaper. Wait a minute. See, two weeks ago on Raw, I had Chris Jericho right where I wanted him. I was about to win the WWF title for the third time. When that big burnt moron Kane had to interfere and cost me my title shot. Robbery, flat out. That's a felony, I think. Now, Kane... Who the hell do you think you are? But I guess you experienced firsthand last week on SmackDown how I treat people who cost me WrestleMania title shots. There you go. Yeah, that was sick and vile. <laughs> you see, Kane, you call yourself the Big Red Machine. Well, I want you to meet the Big Red, White, and Blue Machine, pal. That's great. And you think that chair shot to the head last week on SmackDown was bad? You ain't seen nothing yet, pal. Now what's he talking about? Because I talked to Mr. McMahon, and with his approval, at WrestleMania, uh oh, I'll be facing you, Kane. Oh, baby, Angle and Kane at WrestleMania. And I'll make that whole childhood burning thing seem like a paper cut. <laughs> paper cut? 
Hey. Well, this is getting serious, JR. Tell these criminals to shut up. Yeah, he's a serious a-hole. What? According to the fans. Now, Kane, I realize it's not your complete whole fault that I'm not wrestling for the title WrestleMania. There is another reason. Uh-oh. And the other reason is the utter stupidity of the WWF fans. Oh, here we go. What the hell is he talking about? Oh, yeah, about? you people are idiots. You're dummies. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. <laughs> I can't help but crack up for that whole thing, man. No so one of the fans hated me back then. <laughs> But you elicited an amazing fan reaction. You had him in the palm of your hands from calling you assholes to Jim Ross telling you to get a diaper to everything. That was just phenomenal, man. It was pretty cool. And they can't figure out what to do with you at WrestleMania. I mean, I know what the hell, what the hell. And yet you, those people, you were like, you were like leading a choir and whatever you would say they would react to. It was so good, man. I love it. Listen, this is also the segment. And for time, I didn't play the whole thing, but Booker comes out. And ETs is going face-to-face with you and you two feuding with each other. But then he double-crosses the fans, and he sides with you. Then Edge comes out and said that Booker was the dumbest man in the company and showed all his missed answers on Weakest Link. So we had that going on. And so lots of, lots of craziness going on. Booker really, you know, he was on, and everyone ribbed him about this whole Weakest Link uh, experience. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, but you know what? Everybody did shitty on the weakest link. <laughs> I made an ass out of myself. I mean, you know, everybody, no, nobody did that great, uh, to be honest with you. It was actually, um, Booker didn't do much worse than everybody else. Everybody did a bad job on that show. Well, listen, you guys are going to tag team against Big Show and Edge and you and Paul White, you guys were close, right? Did you enjoy wrestling against him? Oh, I love Paul. Uh, he was a great guy, one of my best friends, uh, great athlete for his size, incredible athlete, very light on his feet, very light worker, didn't stiff you. Awesome. Nah, it just seems like an all-around lovable giant. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and uh, you move on from there to SmackDown the next day in Cleveland. You're going to defeat Rob Van Dam with William Regal's help. And uh, Kane saves Van Dam from getting beat up even more by you two. And we're just limping along to get to you and Kane to Mania, aren't we? Yeah, we're definitely limping along. Not much there. This is unbelievable. Did you two ever just sit down and go, is this the best we got this year? Well, that, that wasn't going to happen, especially between Kane and I. Neither one of us were going to complain, so uh, we didn't mention anything to each other, but we were thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, this is probably the highlight that I've been looking forward to getting to the most because we're at SmackDown, and Jericho, he's wrestling Kane. He's going to beat Kane, and you have what's called and what Meltzer's called the worst angle slam <laughs> of all time, and Kurt? We're going to play that for you. And oh, at, the, no. <laughs> at the conclusion of that, I went ahead and, and grabbed it again. And we're going to turn the volume off and we're going to play it in slow, slow-mo. And I'm going to let you break down exactly the execution of this, it. because <laughs> that's what we do here on the Kurt Angle show. If I get a chance to rib you a little bit, I'm going to do it. Here we go. I, know I don't you believe anything Jericho and Stephanie tell anybody. <laughs> and why not? Jericho, the lion salt, 
Jericho is gonna look at this. The ref was distracted and Jericho stole one thanks to Cody. Go ahead, Kurt. Break it down. Okay. Uh, not much to break down here. <laughs> the problem is Jericho was in front. So when Kane jumped up, he jumped backward instead of forward. You have to jump forward and up over my head. You don't jump backward. When you do, I can't carry you over top to flip you through for the angle slam. So I had to just fall backward. It was the worst angle slam I ever did. And there were, there were many reasons. Jericho being in front of Kane and Kane jumping backward. It had nothing to do with me. <laughs> oh, of course not. No, it Never was my fault. <laughs> it was like, what are they doing? This is hilarious. If you guys don't have the video version of this show, you need to sign up for ad free shows for one month just to check out that clip. Or you can find it. Slam in history. It, it's it's on it's on the Peacock machine too. But man, that is hilarious. Do you and Kane laugh about that in the back? Did you talk about it even? No, we didn't. I was pretty pissed off, to be honest with you. I'm sure, knowing how you're a perfectionist. I wasn't going to bring it up. Well, you end up grabbing a chair to hit Kane with it, and he gets the boot up and puts it back in your face. You guys brawl to the back, as we saw there, and it goes back to Hunter and Jericho, like like it always does. And that's your go-home show for WrestleMania, folks. Now, back in this time, there isn't a Hall of Fame. There's not an NXT, an Access, etc., what does your mania weekend look like without all that at the time? Do you remember? Oh, it was pretty peaceful. I mean, every day we would go over to match for a couple of hours. Uh, I had a couple of media interviews I had to do, and I think one autograph signing at a certain location. But for the most part, we had most of the week off. It was fun. It's so different than what it is now. For oh, sure. now you're busy as hell from when you wake <laughs> up to when you go to bed. It's yeah. ridiculous. Well, Kurt, you get to the building and you're told you're going on fourth after the hardcore title match between Goldust and Maven. You're really the setup match for the rest of the card. And at this point, are you just, are you happy to go on early? Yeah. The earlier, the better, especially with the card they had. I wanted to make sure we went on early, uh, before everybody else, the big matches, and that we got the allotted time that we requested. Well, Kurt, this show draws 61,069 fans, and this is the largest crowd you've ever wrestled in front of at this point. Are nerves a thing, or you're, so you've been doing this now for a little while, so it's no big deal? The crowd, uh, amount of people in the crowd doesn't really matter. After you've been in a 15,000-seat arena that's sold out, after you've been in uh, Houston, Texas at the stadium where you did 70,000 or 60,000, whatever it was, being in Seattle at Safeco Field, another fifty-six thousand, you, you kind of get used to it. But but you you know your your adrenaline's still pumping pretty hard. It's still WrestleMania. It's the granddaddy of them all, and so that's big enough as it is. So I get you there. Well, Kurt, we've made it. Your match four 
And I'm going to do a little bit of highlights, not the entire match here, but in our final clip of the week, it's you, it's Kane, and you come out and you have a few comments to start the match. And then we'll get to the close. We'll flow right into that. Here we go. He's blaming Kane for that. Wait a minute. Shut up, JR. Before I get started, I just want to say one thing. You're listening, Kurt. If I would have won my Olympic gold medal, the way this country's figure skaters won their Olympic gold medal, <laughs> yeah. I'd want to shoot myself in the freaking head. Oh, <laughs> Because unlike your so-called Olympic gold medalists, I didn't win my Olympic gold medal by whining and complaining until someone gave it to me. Tell it like it is. I won it the old-fashioned way. Uh-oh. I earned it. Because I am the big red, white, and blue machine. There you go. Hey, King, I hope you're listening. Because after tonight, you're going to wish you never... Oh! Oh, no! I know. 26 pounds. He's got that bad ankle. Well, uh, right. And this may... This is going to be feast or famine, one would assume. Don't go that way, Kurt! An angle quickly up! An angle slamming almost a modified suplex there. Did you see that reaction? The instant that Kurt Angle saw... Saw Kane posed on the top rope. He's springing that. Watch, watch the speed and agility Kirk exhibits here. Look at this. Wham! a world-class athlete. He is a, an amazing in-ring competitor. Now look, he's just waiting. He's lying in wait. You got him. Another Olympic. Hook it up. Oh, Uh-oh. Kane countered the Olympic slam. Looking for another choke slam. Oh, look at this. Wait a minute. Got Kane rolled up. He's got him rolled up here. Come on. Hit him. Angles, wait a minute. Hey, And there it is, the match that will go down as Kurt Angle versus Kane at WrestleMania. Thank God for Rock and Hogan that right that night, right, Kurt? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Listen, I'll I'll read the recap from the Observer. Kurt Angle pinned Kane in ten minutes forty five seconds. Kane tried to work with Angle like a wrestler instead of a monster. Problem was, it just show, showed how limited Kane really is as a worker. He got a choke slam, but Angle got his hand on the ropes. Kane kicked out of the Angle slam, long ankle lock spot, but another rope break. Finish saw Angle block a choke slam and turn it into a front roll cradle using the ropes. Finish looked real sloppy. Two and a quarter stars. He also called it the worst pay per view match you've had in years. Was it really this bad? And did you think Kane was limited as a worker, Kurt? Well, I don't know if it was because Kane was limited as a worker. I think because we got our time cut about three or four minutes and we had to rush to the finish. And the finish wasn't that good. What the agents came up with and 
the whole concept of no ankle lock, no tap out, no angle slam for a finish. Let's do a quick one, you know, a roll up and put your foot up, feet on the ropes to cheat the win. Um, it got really complicated, and the finish didn't turn out as good as they were expecting it to look. Well, I have a question because in the past on an adfreeshows.com Q&A, you had mentioned that Sting and Bret Hart were possibilities to wrestle you at WrestleMania 18. Sting didn't agree to come in regardless to face you, but because of the schedule and you said you reached out to Bret to attempt to wrestle him and he told you no, how different is your experience at Mania if one of these two things were able to happen? <laughs> I would have had an icon at WrestleMania, you know, <laughs> Sting or Bret Hart to the greatest of all time. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong. Kane's incredible too, but you know, Bret Hart and sting, they're huge names in the business. They're like up there with, you know, Hulk Hogan and the rock and stone cold, Steve Austin. They're up there with those guys. Yeah. And that would have accomplished one of your dream matches of all time against Bret the Hitman Hart. That would have been amazing. That is my dream match. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, what about for the Rock Hogan when that happened? Did you get a chance to to hear it, see it? Uh, the yeah, the reaction? match surprisingly, I didn't know it was going to be that good. I mean, the Rock and and Hogan they meshed really well. They had great chemistry, and the, the spots were awesome. Uh, the match was really clean. I thought there was a it was as good of a match as they could have. It really was. Uh, it's the 20th anniversary, just past the 20th anniversary of this entire show. And that is truly one of the iconic matchups of all time of WrestleMania. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing. The show ends with Triple H winning the world title from Chris Jericho in the big babyface moment. Were you happy to see his win considering the injury he suffered? Yeah, Triple H had a rough year. He was out for eight months with a knee, knee injury. He tore his quad in his leg and had to have surgery. So it was good to see him bounce back and get a big win here. Well, you come out of WrestleMania, Kurt, it's over. Are you feeling good? Where's your head at coming out of this show? My head is next year. I want to make sure that I have a better match next year, a better program. And I actually did. And I have to thank Vince McMahon for that. There you go. Well, listen, we're going to go rapid fire. We do have some fan questions this week. This was a, this was a WrestleMania show. So lots of fan questions, but we'll go quickly. Stuart Walters up first. What does Kurt Angle really think of Glenn Jacobs of, uh, of Kane? Oh, I love Glenn. What a great guy. Never said a bad word about anybody. Uh, his reputation precedes him. Uh, he's just reliable. Just a really good guy. Uh, never talked badly about anybody. I absolutely love him. All right. Now, good stuff. Richie's up next. Were there any plans to continue the storyline with Kane, or was this meant to be the blow off of the feud? <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> this was put together all at the last second. I don't yep. think this was going to be a long running program. It was, was just oh, for wow. one day. <laughs> yeah. That was it for that one. Francis Reyes says, how do you plan what ring gear and your thoughts of doing something special for your WrestleMania entrance? So what, what goes into that thought? That's one thing I regret. I never came up with ideas of ring entrances for WrestleMania. Never came up with ideas for my gear. I always let my costume people take care of my gear, and I never thought of coming up with innovative entrances. I wish I would have done that. I would have. Yeah. I would have done. Uh, you know, it would have really um, helped my legacy even more. And I never did that. Yeah. Uh. Good point. And uh, now it's a thing. You kind of look forward to seeing WrestleMania, what people's what gear and their entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Rory uh, Melberg's up next. He said, with your feud with Kane revolving around head trauma, do you think that kind of storyline would fly today in wrestling? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. 
No, they wouldn't even fake it. That that's something that um everybody to take is, is taking seriously right now. Uh, head trauma is a serious issue in athletics and in professional wrestling. And you can't joke around about that stuff anymore. Jeremy's up next. He said, who came up with the match specific boniker, the big red, white and blue machine. <laughs> it always struck me as an underrated line. And one of my favorite parts of the Kane versus angle angle, or as he called it a Kangle. That's hilarious. <laughs> so who came up with it? The big red, white and blue machine. My writer, Brian Gortz, he okay. comes up with all my stuff, but, uh, you know, I, I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't think it was that great, but you know, the big red machine and I'm the big red, white, blue machine that, you know, it, it's, it's passable. <laughs> I like it too. It's, it was good. It was something fresh. It was different. A couple more questions from our ad free shows for, uh, folks, Kurt, uh, ad free shows.com slap nut Lee Dyer asked if you could have chose a member of the NWO to wrestle instead of Kane at WrestleMania 18, who would have been and why? Thanks. Oh, that's tough. I mean, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan, but I, I have to say Hulk Hogan. I was, you know, as a kid, knowing who he was and the legend he is and household name, uh, you know, he was a, he was a huge celebrity and, uh, he did a lot for professional wrestling and you want to be in the ring with somebody like him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next question comes to us from adfreeshows.com slap, not Nick Pomeroy. And he helps you out here a little bit. He says, what WrestleMania site was your favorite from 2000 to 2006 to perform at? And he gives the list. You had Anaheim's Arrowhead Pond, Houston's Astrodome, the Toronto Sky Dome, Seattle's Safeco Field, New York's Madison Square Garden, the Staples Center in Los Angeles, and then Chicago's Rosemont Horizon. It's tough. I mean, you know, Madison Square Garden is always my favorite to compete and perform in. But I did like Safeco Field in Seattle, especially me main eventing WrestleMania 19 there. That's the most special WrestleMania for me. There you go. Adfreeshows.com top guy Bryant Haremza says, you had mentioned on past episodes that you had not been informed of your Mania matches till right before the show early on in your career. Did you ever find it discouraging to not have a good program going into WrestleMania or to have your matches made such last minute? Yeah, it was discouraging. That's not the thing you want to have happen. Uh, you want to have a program coming from the Royal Rumble going all the way to WrestleMania. That's the type of program you want, and that's the type of program that most of the main eventers deserve. It's just that, you know, you get overlooked every once in a while, and sometimes they don't have enough space to, to book you at WrestleMania, especially especially for the big storyline feature matches. So I was pretty upset about them. Got a couple of Hulk Hogan questions here, Kurt. Top guy Lenny Bakken says, Kurt's memories of meeting Hulk Hogan for the very first time. <laughs> Hogan was, uh, I. this wasn't the first time I met him. This was the second time I met him. And we became really good friends after this, which is crazy. But I remember we were having a six-man tag at, at Madison Square Garden. It was the second time I met Hogan. And I was in there. We were in there all day. We're doing a house show. We have a six-man tag match. It's main eventing in Madison Square Garden. And Hulk Hogan doesn't come until 7 at night. Okay, the show's starting at 7.30. Hulk Hogan comes in. We're sitting there going over the match. He walks up and says, what are we doing tonight? And I looked at him and I said, you know what you're doing? You're doing this, this, and this. I told him what he was doing. I, I didn't give him a choice. And uh, because he wasn't there all day, he didn't put the match together. 
And I was like, you know, this guy, he thinks he can come in. And, and it wasn't even that he was being an asshole. He was late because he had an obligation. I didn't know this. But so I'm ripping on him and I'm telling him, you're not doing anything. You're going to do what I tell you to do because we have the six-man match and we have all the spots to back-to-back where we need them. And this is your area where you can shine. Do whatever you want in this area and that's it. And that's what I said to him. And he was like, wow, this kid's an asshole. And eventually I became good friends with him, but he came across to me coming in late at seven at night when you're supposed to be there one in the afternoon. And it was like, Hey, what are we going to do tonight? Uh, I have some ideas. And I was like, no, you don't have ideas. We already put them together. You're going to do what I tell you to do. I didn't know. You, you have to understand. I didn't watch professional wrestling when I was younger. I didn't know the respect you had to give the wrestlers, especially someone like Hulk Hogan, such a legend and icon. And here I am, I'm disrespecting them because I thought he was disrespecting the business. And I didn't know any better at that particular time, but I did smarten up eventually. And if you know anything about Kurt, which I've learned about you, you are very regimented, scheduled, and even with <laughs> us recording shows and things like that. OCD, notes, brother. <laughs> everything is regimented. And, and I love it. I love it because I like to plan. And so I totally get where... Hogan walking in, buddy, we already planned it out. This is your spot. And this is what you got to do. And Hogan probably looked at you like, listen, we're on in a half hour. And you want to know what you want to yeah. do? Right? Listen, you're, shithead. You're I don't know who you, you think you are, brother. I'm Hulk Hogan. That's funny. Adfreeshows.com enhancement talent. Matt Godfrey says, uh, Hey, Kurt, were you starstruck when you met Hulk Hogan? Sound like maybe the, maybe the first time you were yeah, second time you were, no, I was, I was yeah. starstruck. I, I, you know, Hulk Hogan. Uh, knowing him, knowing that when I, my football team would come out in high school on Friday night to play football, and we were the championship team in Western Pennsylvania and everybody's doing this Hulkamania. And I'm like, what the hell is that? You know? <laughs> and I find out, you know, he's a wrestler. He's a professional wrestler because as an amateur wrestler, I was told never to watch pro wrestling. I, I told you this before. And so I didn't really know any of the professional wrestlers, but here I am, I'm imitating Hulk Hogan. And I don't know who he is. So I, I found out who he was and he was a huge icon in the business. And, you know, uh, eventually I got to meet him. And, and like I told you before, my friends went freaking crazy when yeah, I sure. wrestled Hulk Hogan. I actually beat him. I made him tap out. They're like, holy shit, Kurt, you just made Hulk Hogan tap out. Do you know how incredible that is? And I was like, well, you know, it's, it's a work. It's, it's wrestling. <laughs> it's not right. real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they told us to do. Okay. That's funny. Adfreeshows.com enhancement talent. Brandon Arthur asks, how do you think it would have worked if you uh, were facing Undertaker or Ric Flair at this mania? Well, uh, you know, it all depends on what kind of substance they put behind it. But with Flair and, and Undertaker, you're guaranteed you're going to get a good program. They're going to work that from, from the Royal Rumble all the way to Romania. You know, the, the problem with Kane and I, we were so damn nice we wouldn't argue or complain or stand up for ourselves. So they were like, Oh, fuck that. We'll just book them last <laughs> second. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. And, uh, you, you, you have to demand respect to get it. And as you've told us today with good program comes good cash. So yes. that's, that is unfortunate. Creative and the cash go together. Uh, is that a regret, Kurt? You never got to work taker at mania. Would this have been the perfect opportunity? Yes, but I do believe it was a little bit too early in my career. I really got my, my, my juices flung in 2003, four and five. I would have much rather wrestled undertaker at that particular time. Uh, but I would have taken him at any WrestleMania. It would have been awesome. Uh, 
but I got better and better. And then by 2006, when I wrestled him at no way out, that was one of my best matches in my entire career. And, uh, I really wish that would have been a WrestleMania match. And I know undertaker wishes it was as well. There you go. Our final question. And this is a, a fun question. It comes to us from adfreeshows.com enhancement talent, Jeremy Samuels, who's obviously from Canada and you'll understand why. <laughs> Did you stay at the sky dome hotel? Did you go out anywhere in Toronto, hard rock or the CN tower? I did go to the CN Tower. Very cool. Up high, overlooks the city. Uh, the city's beautiful, and the restaurants there are incredible. I had a really great time in Toronto. I love that city. It is. It's a beautiful city. I've been able to uh, be there as well, and uh, you should be proud, Jeremy. Toronto is just a, an amazing place. If you haven't is. been there, go there. Check it out. It's worth a visit. It is, absolutely. Well, Kurt, next week we'll be joined by another special guest. Yes, the hits keep on coming here on the Kurt Angle Show. This person is a current world champion and then in two weeks we'll be discussing your wrestlemania 33 experience and then the build for the match at wrestlemania 34 when you teamed with this year's wrestlemania headliner ronda rousey against triple h and stephanie uh, so we got a couple big weeks coming up here on the kurt angle show yes, we do <laughs> i'm excited about it man but before we get out of here today you know what we likes to do at the end of the kurt angle show and it all starts with those chicken snacks my friend we got chicken snacks and snack smart crispy protein bites. One's chicken breast protein and one's organic plant protein. They're very high protein, low carbohydrate. You can get them at physicallyfit.com. If you use the, the, the code ANGLEPOD, you get 20% off your first order. You can also go on the website on physicallyfit.com and become a lifetime member and get 20% off for the rest of your life. Man, These are incredible. 11 different flavors. You absolutely love them. It's it's too good to be true. And uh, they're amazing. They taste great. They're healthy. It, it doesn't get much better than that. And if it does get better than that, it's only because you went to KurtAnglebrand.com, right, Kurt? <laughs> yes, we have T-shirts, cowboy hats, milk cartons, uh, geez, uh, uh, birthday cards. Autograph video, collectibles. Video messages. You go on the website there, KurtAnglebrand.com, uh, get your request, and I'll be sending it. On, it'll be sent on its way to you in a matter of days. It also directly links to Kurt's Pro Wrestling Tea Store, and uh, I'm telling you, there are some awesome T-shirts over there as well. So you can go check it out. His website, uh, real uh, KurtAnglebrand.com, excuse me, and go to that shop link, and you're going to find all kinds of fun stuff. We've talked about the cameos. Uh, and all that good stuff, but support him, support our man, Kurt angle, and you can find it all there. Also, you want to check out wildcatbelts.com. Kurt is holding it up right now for those watching on video to get that beautiful, uh, Kurt angle, American hero championship, uh, belt, three autographs included, including on the leather, on the display stand and on the certificate of authenticity. Andrew and his team, by the way, Andrew, uh, sent a t-shirt over. I'm going to start sporting that here on the video version of the show support wildcat belts. They do amazing work, man. They do. Uh, you know, this belt is the same belt that they use in WWE and AEW and, uh, they yeah, the quality. The, the, yeah. The, yeah. The quality is incredible. Quality leather, 24 karat gold plating, just incredible design. 
It is. And uh, and with that, make sure you check us out, adfreeshows.com. That's where you get everything on video. You can see Kurt Angle as he falls over with Kane in slow motion on these shows <laughs> and all kinds of bonus shows and activity there. Uh, you also get to have in live interaction with all the other members of the Ad Free Shows community and be a part of the bonus shows. And, and, and Conrad's putting together a lot of great content over at adfreeshows.com. So check it out. You get it early and you get it ad free. And, uh, Kurt, I'm excited again about our guests next week, but we're out of time today. I thank you for your time and taking us down memory lane, uh, to WrestleMania 18, the story, the build and the finale. Kurt, have a great day. Thank you for being with us. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. For the Kurt Angle Show, he's Kurt Angle, and I'm Paul Bromwell. We'll see you again next week right here on the Kurt Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.